Welcome to the Art of Preventing Stupid podcast. I'm Matthew Neal Davis, an author, lawyer, and owner of one of the fastest growing law firms in the country, built on the idea of helping businesses make smart decisions. I'm going to teach you in this podcast how to protect, improve, and grow your business by dealing with your problems before they happen, because prevention is direction. Vamos, amigos. Ready? Okay, let's get going with the Art of Preventing Stupid podcast number 17, which is part four of Red's Plumbing, a study in catastrophes. Now, we've been through the first four systems, the owner slash management, personnel, production, and plant, and it's time to dig into metrics this week. And I sat down this morning, I come down here on Saturday mornings and record these podcasts to outline them before, and I thought we'd get into marketing and sales, and then I just got to cringing, and I got on a rant, and I wanted to talk about metrics, and I wanted to talk about them in light of catastrophes and a little bit more. You know, I'm a quarter Irish, my middle name's Neil, we just lost an O crossing the ocean, and sometimes I just go on these rants. So you're going to get a little bit of it today because this is what my passion is, is helping people prevent stupid mistakes because I want them to capitalize on their opportunities. I want them to build great futures for their families. And this is a critical deal. Now, very frequently, metric systems are one of the hardest ones to build and to get a good rhythm on. I mean, I know there's exceptions to this rule. But each business seems to end up with its own set of metrics that demonstrate its health. Maybe it's hard to get idea. You know, people think businesses are this cookie cutter thing. And maybe some of them are. I mean, especially with franchises. But even then, I was over at the Jimmy John's the other day, and I got in a discussion with the manager about their business cycles. And maybe it's the same for every Jimmy John's in America, but, you know, he's in Enid, Oklahoma. He's in Westgate Shopping Center of Jurassic Park fame. They mentioned it in one of the Jurassic Park movies. And, you know, good gracious, he's got different things that affect his business. I'm looking out the window right now at this little Korean quick shop across the street. I mean, it's awesome. I love to go over there. You never know what to expect when you go over for a Coke or a candy bar, whatever. I mean, the place has got bags of rice in it. You got Marshall Highlanders wandering around. You got rednecks. You got derelicts. You got guys in suits. I mean, just trying to imagine what in the hell their metrics look like, but they seem to be doing okay. In the Art of Preventing Stupid, chapter three, I believe it was, I pulled out a Tolstoy quote. All happy families are alike, and each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Now, this is not a push to conformity. It's really a push to get the seven systems working for the stakeholders. It's about the overall functionality of the organization. In Anna Karenina, it was a family. But for our purposes, the outfits in question are our given businesses. In Oklahoma, we like to call companies outfits for some reason. I think it goes to old ranching days. Okay, it's time to get off that rabbit trail a little bit. But wow, 
That's what happens when you take the layers off the onion. So let's talk a little bit about RED's potential catastrophes in metrics. Again, we have their business immune system report just for catastrophes over at theartofpreventingstupid.com. It's in the graphics tab, and I gave them a C, which is not good. I mean, it's not like I'm totally worked up at them, but it's not good. The baseline catastrophe in metrics is data loss, and it happens. It happens all the time. I had a client lose all of their QuickBooks data last year. They kept it only on a laptop, and this was even after I talked to them about it. They had to construct all of it again from bank statements. It took probably 100 hours. I don't know. I don't have a measure of it, but it's insane. It's an insane waste of time, and let alone if that was data about the production. This was just the basic financial accounting data, you can at least reconstruct some of that, but it's just horrible and just, just horribly stupid. I don't know what else to say about it. Now, just briefly, metrics is the data that gives you the information you need to make good decisions about your business. These numbers need to include, but are certainly not limited to your financial information. Let's toss in your lead data, your worker productivity, your sales data. The list goes on and you have to figure out what to measure to get the health of your business. And once you get good, most business managers or owners, again, can check the health of their business with just a number or two. It's like taking your temperature. It's like taking your pulse. I just ran one of those checks on my firm. It's right here in my weekly management checklist of what I want to do, what I need to do, again, to avoid ineptitude, what I need to do to run the firm well. And that's how you check the health of your business. Another way of putting it is, it's your dashboard. Back at Reds, Stephanie has most of the control over the company's metrics, right? Good for her. She has it in QuickBooks, but then I start to pull my eyeballs out. She doesn't have a solid backup for the data that she does have. You know, this is incredibly easy to accomplish with an external hard drive or with an online backup like Carbonite, iDrive, or Mosey. It's not a big deal. It's not a hard tech solution. Now, I don't really like the idea of having the external hard drive because if you have a catastrophe, you lose your plant, in their case, a garage, well, then you maybe lost your external hard drive on top of your computer. So I like having it somewhere else. Even better yet, let's get QuickBooks Online, which will input a lot of your data for you. And yes, I get pushback from my TechWary clients about having everything in the cloud. Well, okay, save it on your hard drive. But you know, it's unlikely both your shop and the abandoned salt mine where they have their servers are gonna get destroyed at the same time. You know, if that happens, we probably just had a thermonuclear war. So just give up carrot. Doesn't matter at that point. And you know, like I said when I'm started, I just get to cringing about how stupid it is to not protect your data and then that bleeds over into metrics in general and about small businesses' lack of attention to their metrics. It's just basic risk management and the cost-benefit analysis of it. Just It's so freaking easy to fix and it just puts me in a rage. I mean, think about Stephanie. Losing their data, just like my clients, would be an awful and costly mess. And if you've read... The Art of Preventing Stupid, which I hope you have, and you should, you've gathered I'm using chapter 11 as my outline here. 
And I don't know if you've experienced this, but it seems like sometimes when you write something and look back at it, you think, wow, I I missed something or I I could have said that a lot better. But, you know, not here. I mean, I'm not bragging because I just as soon tell you that I'd mess something up. Lawyers aren't proud that way. And we get told we're idiots by judges a whole lot. But what I'm saying is this chapter just nails the issue of metrics and your problems in metrics. And here we're just scratching the catastrophe surface of metrics. But then the real work bleeds over into ignorance and figuring out what the heartbeat of your business is and how to measure it. Just like I was talking about the Korean grocery across the street. Okay, they got to figure out what the heartbeat is. And then with ineptitude, you have to develop the discipline to check your pulse, to take your temperature, whatever you want to call it. It's what I was talking about, what I was doing this morning. It's also fundamental and good gracious, it pisses me off just thinking about how many of you are walking blindfolded into the minefield that is your business because number one, you're not preparing for your catastrophes and they're really predictable. Number two, you're not being honest with yourself about the ignorance that you have and getting educated. And number three, when you know what you're supposed to do, that you don't have the discipline to do it because you deserve a hell of a lot better and so does your family. Okay, that's all I have for today. We're going to come back next week. We're going to talk a little bit more about reds, marketing, and sales. Hopefully put a bow on it. And guess what? They flunked marketing and sales. Two Fs. That's not uncommon with businesses at their size because those systems too can be really difficult for small businesses to start to get working right to build their futures. Thanks again. I'd apologize about my rant, but I'm really not sorry about it because I want you all to do better. I want you to get where you want to go fast and capitalize on your opportunities. So Davis out. We'll talk next week.